0: guys it's uh september 22nd about 207 uh, as promised we're doing a quick release on some of our takes on the course segments so i have uh, one note um 17 big scrolls worth of notes that i took um which you know full transparency, you know, you have to keep your eyes on all the screens, day job and all that kind of stuff, which I know we all have been doing, uh, but still got a lot of stuff. Um, so we wanna get some initial reactions, some stuff that's been released out there. A lot of this stuff, I'm just gonna tell you my first initial thoughts here in the studio, we got the uh, Dev and JG. Um, so initially just cutting right to the meat of it. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff that came out today to me was not really that new, Uh, more of enhancements and integrations and tighter couplings and uh, ways that people are using some of the technologies that have been released or updated along the way with the exception of a few things. Um, This year there's no glass with the movie Spider-Man on it or what have you. Uh, There's something else above us, uh, which I'll leave that for a conversation later. And the the one thing I will say is the uh, Azure auto manage um, was the one thing that I was really happy to see get announced today and so again nothing really crazy new uh, a lot of emphasis on how to do things um, I mean I'm sure if you want to nitpick out like features and say oh well, that's new and this is new, uh, obviously there are features and, and integrations that are new uh, but from like big bang things um, I, I, there wasn't that much that was a big bang what are your thoughts anybody pick up on anything that maybe I didn't quite see that yeah. was a big bang?
1: I don't remember if this was necessarily um, I, I'll just say, I haven't seen it um, edge DLP, you know, that caught my attention. Oh yeah. Um, I didn't know if that was something that was, you know, that, that occurred previously and something I didn't know about at least uh, in the, the thick of everything else. So when I heard about that, I took note of that to look further in, cause you know how much I love. So that's going to be something really cool because, you know, as, as, we keep doing things remotely especially but also as we keep doing things you know in the cloud and, and online and stuff like that there is a, lo- a number of people that use teams in in uh, the browser and, and other applications in the browser and sharing things um, and it will be a nice catch-all um, to make sure that you know DLP if they go to Dropbox or Gmail or, or whatever it is uh, making sure that
0: they won't lose that data as well absolutely yeah so I don't think it was I don't think it was really announced um, I knew that was coming though, so, so again, we're partners and we we're in the mix of a lot of things. We hear a lot of messaging, so the timeline of what's what's released and what is being released as a splash, like to your point, you made is like you, you probably didn't see that out there. Uh, But that's cool. Uh, The one that, you know, I didn't say caught me off guard. I was like, oh, yeah, this is a big splash is a a little bit in the last segment about the Azure Auto Manage. Um, To me, that is fantastic. And um, I think I messaged you, JG, this is something we're going to need to maybe consider rolling into our vision, because like when you deploy you know, infrastructure bits and plumbing, when you have the ability to make sure that, you know, backups already provisioned the way you needed to, or, you know, all the different services that you would normally have to go in and turn on and make sure it's, you know, fed and cared for. um, That kind of stuff is kind of, kind of nice to have it like that,
2: right? Absolutely. Couldn't agree more.
0: Yep. Yep. How about you, Dev? Anything that stood out to you?
2: Yeah, I think that, uh, it, was, it was one small thing and one big thing. Um, I think the when they were going over their Teams uh, Teams updates, that the uh, learning app for Teams that they were releasing later this year, yeah. uh, is, I think is going to be huge. And I think I think for right now they're yeah. integrating with LinkedIn Learning and the Microsoft Learn. But I do yeah. see if they decide to expand upon that, I think I see potential for uh, expanding into and potentially integrating into third-party LMSs. Um, For certain clients, I worked with a client last year um, that had an LMS and it's not extremely easy to integrate that natively into uh, SharePoint or Teams or whatever the case may be. So I think that's a uh, there's a lot of potential there for that. And I think the um, Azure comm services is going to be a big thing, I think, uh, with integrating with uh, different customer facing things and not having to uh, go out to a third party service to uh use uh calls or sms or chat things like that i think is gonna be a big big help um, especially i know in the uh in the past i was exploring some things with power automate and if you want to send a text message from power automate you can't really do that unless you're using a third party tool um so i think that if if they expand even further into different workloads instead of uh, um, with the uh, dynamics i think that could be a big help as well
0: yeah, for sure. So one of the things I like to see um, also as well was the integration of Power Apps and GitHub. Um, so like people were wondering, you know, the messaging at Inspire and Build and things of that nature was you know, like Power Apps originally when launched was, here's your uh, your community developer tool, you know, take some of the workload off of the, you know, the pro devs, and then people realize that a lot of the stuff they're doing is either scaling or going at scale. So it requires a little bit more either integration or care and feeding. So then you, you're then again reaching out to those pro devs. So it gives the ability for, you know, the pro devs in the Citizen developers get access to you know the same same code and the same bits, uh, which I thought that was super useful. And you know I was kind of like scratching my head when they when they would you know, specifically they were going really really hard on that whole link between they being uh, Microsoft representatives um, between the pro devs and the community developers on on the last few events and some of the partner calls. And and I'm scratching my head. I'm like, well. It's one thing to build something up, and then you're going to have to go over there and say, "Oh, this is how I did," this. and then they're going to do their rework and all the other stuff. It's it's different now. It's like it's a sustainable model for it, in in my opinion. I don't know if you guys agree with that. If the usefulness around that, the other heads are shaking. Yes. <laughs>
1: we're <laughs> doing video we're doing <laughs> the, video this time so well we are
0: but we're, we're gonna put it we have to put it on the the audio only too so we can hit our magic number for thursday right <laughs> oh yes.
2: yeah yeah so. no i think I, I think you're right about the the, the integration with the they with the talk about the low code versus the prodems. i think that's gonna be critical especially if they want to um obviously they're pushing self-service a lot forward and if you know you're always going to give if, if orgs aren't controlling you know how the uh, breadth of uh, power apps and flows develop and things like that you know i think it it makes sense to to bring those together in some capacity to make sure that you you develop comprehensive solutions and everyone's not like doing the same thing or things like that so
0: yep i i tend to agree there so one of the other things that like i mentioned that kind of alluded to there was no uh There was no piece of glass with a whole movie on it or what have you. There's something a little bit more real as my mic flickers in and out of uh, camera background blur. Um, So we know that Microsoft has put data centers in water and we proved that that was pretty decent and and worked really well. Um, And they've been pulling some of them up and testing and it's been environmentally safe and sound. So that's cool too. Um, We're finding out that they're putting... Data centers in space, maybe or JG, you wanna you wanna jump on that one?
1: <laughs> oh man, the the space stuff and the flight stuff really really hit home to me. Um, yeah, they're they're testing uh, Azure Orbital was another thing that really called out to me. Where you know, being able to go into Azure and control data from a satellite is just. Uh, if you don't find that cool, I don't even know why you're listening to this this show. Um, but you uh, something... don't even need
0: to know how it all comes together; just the concept yeah, just, alone it, is enough, right? Yeah,
1: that, that should be enough. Um, but also, yeah, they're trying to test putting data centers in space as well. Um, you know, obviously Microsoft trying to reduce. Um, you know, the the impact on the environment and stuff, you know, these big data centers taking up a lot of room uh, locally, um, you know, doing that, you know, being able to harness uh, things like solar power up there, which is, you know, much easier to do without an atmosphere and stuff like that, or limited atmosphere, um, much more efficient. That's just, that's, that's crazy. That That is awesome. For sure. If you're listening, I want to help to be on that team, Microsoft. So.
0: <laughs> For sure. So one of the things, uh, like I just flipped over to my notes, uh, Satya's uh, statements here. So some of the new Teams innovations, there's the new Surface Hub coming out. Um, some of those things are, you know, these are. Friendly things, But I don't think people – people might say, oh, gimmicky things, but I don't think people understand from an IT professional's perspective having somebody able to walk in somewhere and be able to proximity log into a, a shared device like in a conference room or a service hub. How much hassle that is actually, you know, what setting up conference rooms and teams rooms and things like that are such a pain in the butt because you got that whole like the teams room got a got a meeting and you got to join the meeting automatically. But then people are like, well, I I logged out and I logged in with my own so I can join from the device. And it it's crazy. It's really weird dynamic right and, and again you know this might just be back in the days the old support days where we would like have to support all these peripheral things to be able to walk in and just be close to something and say oh yeah you're supposed to be here and have this meeting and proximity join something I think that is mint. And then like, if you have a duo or a capable device that has a pen, it's just going to automatically um, allow you to write with it on there, like self pair. I, I don't know how that's going to work or what the technology is there, but in this day and age of sanitization of everything and don't share, that's kind of huge. If you ask me as people start going back to work and you don't have to touch somebody else's or community things, that's pretty key, right?
1: Yeah, that's, that's something that I noticed, you know, I do have the, the duo and it auto connects between my surface and and the duo and it's kind of crazy how that works and extrapolating that over to you know the, the office is going to be huge as you said for um you know, sanitization reasons but also just usability reasons i used to be in charge of a uh, setting up a bunch of conference rooms. And it's not fun for the IT professional. And it's not fun for the users uh, to get to use them either. So <laughs> it is um, not. it's it going to make not. it a lot more seamless. And the other thing that I wanted to call out in Satya's speech, I can't remember the name of the lady, but there was the principal that was creating power apps to streamline <laughs> yeah. things. I was like, score. <laughs> That's exactly what we <laughs> want people to do, right? And uh, how she ended it with, uh, people ask if I'm a, a developer or a coder or however she phrased it. And um, she's like, no, I'm an educator that makes apps. And I'm like, thank you.
0: <laughs> thank you. <laughs> that, that's, that was pretty awesome. You know, when you look at some of these and we're touching on some of the light points, obviously, we can talk about the tech intensity, that whole AI is driving everything and the machine learning on the back end and digital twins. We're doing some of that work right now uh, with some of our IOT projects and some of our other things uh, with RPT and robotic stuff, you know, so like, yeah, that's there. Um, it's, it's being further built and enhanced upon and it's nice to see that the HoloLens hasn't gone away. Um, you know, it's use case has pivoted uh, strongly. It was already over there, but strongly more into that whole, um, let's look at things even when we can't be there especially with what's going on in this day and age so that's super useful too as well i remember when they first launched it um i was at one of the events in person and they're there like okay we have somebody in a in an office across the world and they we want them to be able to see the same thing we're looking at here and make modifications together and it was an abstract concept it was not like off the wall because the A good majority of the world does have a dispersed environment, of working that is, but it seems to hit a little bit, that tone and that chord or whatever phrase you want to use, especially since we're super remote now with a lot of our businesses. So I think that um, you're going to see a little bit more adoption in there. I think even on, personally, this is not like a a forecast for 21. I think you're going to see a lot of, as a lot of these offices choose to change and be a more dispersed remote workforce, or at least part-time. I think you're going to see the adoption of some of those some of those connected devices that are augmented reality or VR, if you will, more integrated in the business apps. I mean, I see my kids now using commodity hardware and putting virtual desktops on them that are their school virtual desktops so that they can you know, use their controllers and spin between a class and something else. So um, we imagine that now it's not just an imagination, it's something that's achievable, right?
1: Yeah, the, the way, the other thing that really caught up to me kind of on that tone is, you know, in the remote world, the uh, the doctor who met with that guy that had COVID uh, through Teams and was able to not only use that as kind of the edge layer of talking to the patients, um, but also using the Power Apps and, and Power BI and looking at the charts and kind of using the whole stack uh, across the board, you know, communication layer, um, and all the way down to the data layer and and kind of making trends with that. Super cool uh, there too. Uh, and like you said, the HoloLens where where the guy was like, let's all the thing that was like, make sure it's nothing's between the gears. And he went, oh, and like fixed it. And then just pressed no, there's nothing in between the gears. I mean, that's going to save countless 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 of hours and repairs and dollars and time um you know fixing things that are just you know easy mistakes like that that you know when you're in the day-to-day you don't have that visual reminder of making sure something as simple as not having anything between the gears is is, is there and not only that safety right and they called that out too um particularly in things like uh you know hospitals and covid you know they had that that physical Uh, This is a COVID quarantine room, but you can like look at it and have, you know, information for patients and stuff like that. And integrating that with security that they talked about is super cool too, to make sure that that data is secure and, and not being leaked and misused. It's just, you know, all coming together with the full stack and I think it's super cool to see.
0: Yeah, for sure. So I, I don't think we're going to take helmets and toss them into the camera around like the last bit was, was happening. <laughs> but uh, I know it's uh, we're kind of we don't want to run long. We just want this to be super quick. So we'll just get some last last minute notes here. And we'll have a daily recap again tonight after the last breakout session. But uh, just wanted to just wanted to say normally right now, it's like 23 minutes after the hour. And we're still in a cattle herd working our way through the corridors to try to find out which wing or which building we need to get to uh, trying to, you know, Know, get there and grab a snack along the way so it is kind of nice to be able to not do that uh I do miss uh, the 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 event and all but uh you know as usual with the rest of the the microsoft events has been definitely well executed the way it has been i noticed a little bit of buffering here there i don't know if that's because the pre-order for the xbox was out there and it's just, just totally <laughs> destroying things uh, but uh i know uh, mr dev you had something to chime in here you want to throw out another another bit and then we'll do our sign off for the Recap?
2: Yeah, no, I think, and I think this is going to be the the theme with everything this year, but especially with this, is that you know how the world has changed even from a technological standpoint with COVID. You know, I think that's going to be a running through line for this entire um, conference, yep. and I mean you saw it throughout the all, all the different keynotes and how we can work remotely and enable people remotely. You know, like. This is not something specific to this, but you know, together mode was brought upon because of COVID. Yeah, you know, I, th- I don't think they were initially going to push it out as quickly as they did. Um, if, but be- uh, because of COVID, they decided to 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 push that out. So, you know, I think it's gonna be a running through line how we change, and there's been years of technological change happening over the course of three months. Sometimes a week or sometimes a day. And, you know, I think that this is going to be, you know, trying to tune that to the remote world now and and releasing features that make that more easily accessible to people absolutely
0: so i'm gonna get ready to sign us off here so just want to let you know that uh go to our website uh tastelabs.net and click scroll down it's easy to get to it's right at the top uh go to our activity page you know if we do tweets they'll show up there near real time uh blogs are, will show up across the top of the things the sessions we attend we're going to write about those and we're going to write about the things we have uh the pet contest um Get a picture of you with your pet attending an Ignite session, hashtag TastePets20. Uh, we also have that on that page there, too, as well. So you'll have to click, and you can open up the tweet and see the dog. I think I just threw mine out there just a little <laughs> bit ago. So I'm hoping to see Dexter out there soon, J.G. Um, so, yeah, that's, I think, uh, what we got. Any Anything else we want to sign off, J.G.?
1: Dexter and the cats will be excited. If I can (laughs) pull away from day job activities enough to get a picture, I will. Um, Absolutely. It'll be a a challenge for us all. But, yeah, I'll get a picture of him. He was just talking a minute here. I went on mute. So he already wants to be in this
0: this. at some point. You know, I think I think uh, the picture I have on out there is of one of my dogs, Sugar. She knew something was going on because she'd come busting in the office and right up on the lap. And I was like, "Okay, picture time, girl." <laughs> so, uh, the, stay tuned to all the stuff we got going on. It is definitely going to be uh, you know worthwhile for you to you know at least see what our take is on it. It's always refreshing to see another take. And we'll see you this evening on the daily recap. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye, everyone today's show is produced by mr wentworth directed by michael askins graphics and artwork provided by art by sophia edited by mr wentworth visit the show notes for terms and conditions